This is Aishan Hutchinson. You are listening to Isis Samaj Halls for Posterity. Give thanks. Rhythm, 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 rhythm. I'm the rhythm writer, and this is for posterity. This is episode five of season two for posterity. My guest for this episode is a well-published and award-winning poet, a Jamaican, a professor at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York, and to me, he's my friend. I'm talking about Aishan Hutchinson. We both share a love of dub, of sound, and of our respective Stony Hills. I being from Stony Hill, St. Andrew, and he being from Stony Hill in Port Antonio. In our chat, we sat outdoors via a video conference call. I sat in my hammock and he sat in his. We were slung between New York and Jamaica. We were slung between Africa and the Western Hemisphere. We were slung between the global North and the global South. And as we sat and we conversed, we talked about the rich possibilities that are pregnant with periods of great change we discussed the potential of this pandemic as an emancipatory moment. We discussed politics of self and of nation, the notion of being marooned by the pandemic. We discussed the ways he has been digging in the earth and how by doing so, he's been connecting spiritually with ancestors. We discussed poetry. We discussed sound. And we discussed how building the Caribbean's publishing industry may be just what we need to retain our dearest writers and poets, and it may be what we need to facilitate the birth of many more. We talked about home, about history, land, dreams, sound, and of course, we talked about memory. One of the things that Aishan said in this conversation struck me, and I, I find it worth noting here before it even begins for you. He said that this moment is unfolding within an echo of self-discovery. I invite you into this conversation so that you may discover something about yourself as well. We must always be thinking on multiple planes, and it's important that we also occupy multiple schools of vision and feeling, all made possible through the word. Here we go. So we're recording, and we're recording against the coming rain, the coming storm, the storm of political action, the storm of everything. So yeah, so you, Mm Aishan, I should have seen you in May. That's right. Yeah, but then the world changed. Oh, the world and its changes. I mean, the world is always changing, right? Do you think we're making too big a deal out of the change element of this pandemic? The change aspect of it? I, I do not think so. I, mm-hmm. I think that it has um, caused, you know, people use the language uh, reckoning and so on and so forth. And because of, it's an extremely serious change, this one. And um, clearly, it's a change that a lot of people haven't been prepared for. And people have not, even in the midst of it, uh, where all over the world are are still, um, you know, still aren't ready. Not in a state of readiness. And so um, whilst we are always experiencing changes, some are more, um, and it shows up how fragile we are as a Mm. species. And and so on. Mm. So... You know, as as we know, changes always bring um, something else. Um, we don't know how to anticipate what this might bring. Right. Um, right. For some, though, and start to imagine uh, futures that are better. Uh, mm. You know, because some have had the experience of uh, terrible um, um, changes, experiences that are difficult. Uh, and inhumane and, ex- and extreme, 
and they've hmm. survived uh, those. Yeah, know. yeah. So they have a certain wisdom that they could bring to this? Certain, Do you think people are able to tap into it, though? <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting question. I wonder if it's within our, our DNA, and hmm. it has to be within the DNA of a certain uh, historical um, lineage, right? Yeah. That might sound a little... Um, that might sound somewhat, uh, I don't know, a little, a, a somewhat uh, strange uh, to put it that way. But, you know, everything after um, the emancipation of, of the enslaved people, it, you know, it, 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 it just comes with possibilities that prior to that uh, event, that uh, occurrence of emancipation, were just mm. unimaginable. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. very moment they they arrived um, into the colonial um, mess, yeah. So, so that's the context I always I I, I find myself tending back to. You mm-hmm. know, the, the transatlantic experience that it's unfathomable unfathomable to put in the in the mind and and to imagine that that travel. You know, but mm-hmm. yet. We must. Uh, certain of us are confronted with it. Uh, it it's it's um, it ricochets right down to our very being at our contemporary moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and if we have survived that, if we are living as, um, if we're living, you know, if we're alive uh, um, after the fact, mm-hmm. while the fact is still working itself out then mm. it means that um, there's a certain preparedness, uh, at least through experience that is within the, the enclosed within the, the, the DNA, as I said, the historical DNA, that mm. even if we're not um, tapping into it, it's just there because we are the evidence of, of that survival. Yeah, it sounds like you've been thinking about this a lot, you know? Um, I was talking to a colleague of mine in history mm. and I was saying to him, I was like, you know, it's so interesting how this year is unfolding. And to hear you talk about history is important, right, Aishan? Um, but thinking about how in so many ways, this is the year of the maroon, right? There's a way <laughs> yes. that we've all really become in one way or another marooned, mm-hmm. right? Wherever we are, you know, think about Janine in Tanzania and how she's in a sense marooned. Is she currently there. in Tanzania? I think about other friends who... She's been in Tanzania since. She's still there. All right. It's um, not the worst place to be marooned. <laughs> absolutely. So that's the thing. So to be marooned, what yeah. does it mean? Um, mm-hmm. What kinds of places does one in, inhabit when you're in that space? Yeah. And, you know, before we started this recording, you talked about gardening, right? That you entered into yeah. a space of gardening, as many, many, many people have, you know, feeling either that the was going to end and that they didn't mm-hmm. want to fight people off in supermarkets so they may as well start their own gardening or just for the yeah. therapy or just to be mm-hmm. close to the land. But then yeah. you were saying that you felt, well, you were able to kind of recollect in the literal sense, right? Recollect memories yeah, that's of true. childhood with hands in dirt that had abandoned yeah. uh, become disconnected from and so you know again like what does it mean to be marooned if it really mm-hmm. returns you to a point of origin yeah. rather than excludes you from a, a, a familiar practice like there's so many layers to to how we're moving through time yeah. and that we seem to be moving back in time rather mm-hmm. than for the fear that we experience that we're moving in mm-hmm. retro you know, we're moving retroactively. So many things, so many things. And, and I just feel like you can talk to me about this. So while you're not here yeah. in Jamaica, you're absolutely here in Jamaica. Yes, you know? yeah. Because I, I think that, that would be, to put it a little bit emphatically, Jamaica is the, my place of first shipwreck. You know, it's interesting yeah. when you think of that, because, I mean, I am an African body, you know, uh, and... So I am from a continent, and mm. I'm uh, I, my ancestors, and um, and yet myself is an island. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so we we begin already with that complex uh, and 
very tricky um, reality. It's not, and if that if that reality is taken into its different kinds of um, tenors, you know, mm. metaphysically and so on and so forth, we can say then um, uh, Marunage is just a a, um, a fact of 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 being a Westerner. Um, you know, once you have. Because once you have begun without any origin, even though that origin is not a, is not, you can't, it cannot be questioned, right? Because myself gives that, that uh, origin its, its, um, its anchor. Nonetheless, I can't claim a space in Africa and say I am from A, X, Y, or Z, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and so there is, there is that, constant out of Eden feeling you know we're right. all we, are, we began as exiles anyway and we have to find homes um wherever we happen to be to have been born so mm. I, I i am fortunate to have been born in a place with so much beauty with so mm. much possibilities with so much strength to to mm. draw on um mm. that as fraught and as um you know messy as that space uh is and and continues to to be um it it teaches you how how to deal with a global um reality where um things collide because jamaica is 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 again back to that survivalist language it is a place where where the the fight for freedom the 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 push for greater liberties have always um, been going on. And we have mm. to look at this in, 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 in with also on, on the side of the, 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 the people who are enslaved, right? Mm. But we also have to pay attention to the other peoples that have been there as well. The people who did the enslavement. Right, of um, course. Yeah, right? You know, what, what drove them to, to this terrible um you know to carry out this 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 horror um mm-hmm. you know it, it is largely economical and how that uh how many prejudices and um all the other stuff that um are justified because of that money making business but um the 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 narrative of um of Europeans um, uh, trying to escape Europe uh, in in search of greater freedom is is a is a is a is an actual reality. It's an actual mm-hmm, mm-hmm. true narrative, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that spirit too of of that liberty seeking um, that that we have to acknowledge, not to uh, not to to even put on the scale as well the 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 Aboriginal people who. Um, were in the case of Jamaica coming from other islands, escaping other terrors. So mm-hmm. you know, it's this constant flight. It, it's it's that constant flight. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I mean, are our wings clipped though? Right. I mean, yeah. this idea of home that you're talking about is really complex. And I think once you mm-hmm. put locks on doors, mm-hmm. locks mm-hmm. on borders, yeah. the anxiety enters, right? It's like, oh no, this is it. I only have this one space, right? But again, like, I like your point about Jamaica um, yeah. as being you know, in exile anyway, but also mm. always having had restrictions because it's an island. Um, yes. But then yeah, thinking yeah. about people all over the world and you know, the idea of being home and feeling confined, that home is not just your apartment, or your house, mm-hmm. or your room, but that home mm-hmm. is that body. And yeah, the man. dangerous part is when home, mm-hmm. for some people, the dangerous part is when the home is the mind. Mm-hmm. And that that headspace is not safe, mm-hmm. right? Um, what the mind is going to do or where that mind is going to take someone can, can sometimes be frightening. Yeah. Um, and how do you escape from that, right? All the people that are doing meditation, mm-hmm. um, oh, learning... See all of these different ways to escape um, when you can't physically escape. Have you had any of that? Have you felt like you needed to take flight in any other kind of way? <laughs> no, not, no, not necessarily. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, 
when you when you have had the childhood that we have had, uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's probably similar for yourself. Um, you belong. You know, everybody made you feel that you 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 were to be. You're meant to be here. I, mm. I've never felt that I, uh, as a child, that this was not, you know, even even at the same time growing up around um, Rastas and with the rhetoric of um, back to Africa, particularly, mm. and then it, it gets really tricky when it says, you know, back to Ethiopia, yeah. when, you know, it's questionable whether or not um, our ancestors in Jamaica um, came from that part of, of Africa. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, those Jamaicans, Rasta Jamaicans, um, lived off being a Jamaican in uh, the, the, the land of Jamaica, you know, how they use the space itself, mm-hmm. everything that they could uh, take and make uh, into wonders, you know, so they, they made it home. And, yeah. and I grew up with that um, sentiment, uh, even, of a... Of a of 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 never of yes there yes there was an outward looking design something that I couldn't name but mm. I was I was I I felt contented with what was given to me I felt I had inherited in fact um, b- beauty extraordinary beauty I, I knew this as a, as a child um, and even you know walking around my hometown of Port Antonio when I was a kid I rem- mm. I was reflecting on this the other day just. Just how I felt that this world was mine, and also felt how how was this how is this possible? How them I know there are millions of people in the world. There are people who live all over, um, and who have never experienced this space that I am currently um, mm. walking through and feeling the, this immense beauty, you know. Mm. And I, I felt that kind of sorrow for them, very, mm. very sad for some somebody in wherever. Um, uh, and and so I've always um, felt rooted in in a in a in a in that Jamaican um, cauldron of of mixture. You know. Wait a minute. And, can I just interrupt yeah. for a second though to mm-hmm. ask you? Um, because I've talked to, to different people, different writers, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really wondering if you've taken or if you've been able to take that firm mm-hmm. sense of home with mm-hmm. you wherever you've gone. I mean, I see that we're in matching hammocks, right? And we can yes. think about hammocks as being an indigenous, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. space of rest and comfort. So I think but that it is, might have been made in China, you know. <laughs> no, it might have been made in China. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the idea, right? The, the notion yeah. of the hammock still. But yeah, how, have yeah. you been able to take that, that feeling of home and rootedness everywhere? Because, yes, I felt that same kind of, you know... Um, awareness of my place in the world and accepted and feeling like I belong mm-hmm. in myself. Um, but I haven't always felt fully at home in all spaces. Um, yeah. feel I've been questioned and, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily anchored in all spaces. So I'm yes, just wondering yes. if that is for you as well. I mean, okay. I, yes. The, the short answer, but you know, uh, when I, when I started to, to leave my very, my own hamlet of my own hamokula, um I mean a particular place, a very, very um specific um space. And it's a it's a it's an old maroon place as well where in fact um uh, the enslavement of building plantations there were very difficult plantations. This wasn't la- one of the last places that the plantocracy was established because of the maroons living in there, but also because of the difficulty of the terrain itself. The, the mountainous um, um, region, mm. but paradoxically, these are the places with the some of the most amazing beaches in Jamaica, and that's because th- those beaches are in the, in coves mm. uh, for the most part. So there's always a, a kind of hiddenness, you know, a protection from the mountain, mm. a protection from the cove, and I think landscape has a as a psychic. Um, resonance in, way, in the way we uh, move through it. We, we take on the aspect of the landscape. Yeah. So, or at least, I mean, I, I, I can see how easily that's a naive notion, but it's something I, I absolutely believe in. So when I was moving from that location to other parts of Jamaica, 
whether on visits or long term when I moved to, to Kingston for for, um, for for schooling, I I, I experienced homesickness. You know, mm-hmm. I, I experienced um, displacement and dislocation, um, a deep deep um, nostalgia for um, my home, um, just two hours away from uh, from where I was I was, and and mm-hmm. surrounded by people who. Basically, you know, by Jamaicans, by by all the conditions that I'm I, I'm familiar with. Nevertheless, the, the um, so, and I think that's a, a um, in a sense, I'm, what I'm saying there is I'm bemoaning the loss of childhood, and and childhood is in its, in itself uh, a, a home. It's 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 yeah. a territory that we can never return to once we have grown it. It's like us who uh, are writers, I think, um, constantly mine, dig deep into that um, that imaginative uh, world where we then populate it with um, narratives and um, different angles of um, examining what we had experienced there. And so in that sense, um, we, we regain home and that can, we, we can take that wherever we end up in the world. As long as our um, our imaginations are still working, um, then home can be wherever, you know. Uh, but yeah. I, I do, and I like what you had said just now because there is that kind. Of, there, I think there's a uh, an obvious um, distinction between um, the mind and the imagination. What kind of say mental um, activities um, that the, that one sort of go go through to um find solace or peace or whatever the case might be mm-hmm. um the imagination i think functions in a completely different way it's it, the, the mind is part of the imagination of course but um imagination is 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 sensuous it's um it it, it i think it it causes um a a kind of restlessness Mm-hmm. Right, because um, especially if you're trying to quote unquote represent the imagination, you you can't really fully do that. Uh, but there's it causes this this momentary disturbance, and if you are able to to ride the waves of it, and and something comes out, then um, something true might ring, and you're back home um, within that that creative um, movement. Yeah. Yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking about another kind of, I guess, another mind space, right? So somewhere mm-hmm. between imagination and mind space, and then yeah. there's like the subconscious. And I was thinking about, wait, first of all, you're from Stony Hill, right? Yeah. Stony Hill mm-hmm. in, in Portland. Stony Hill in Portland, yeah. <laughs> and I grew up in, in Stony Hill in St. Andrew. And so that's just another hammock connection, right? Sure. <laughs> but, um, I remember we were I talking know, about it and I, I grew up with my Stony Hill spelled like, with an E in yeah. it. And, and, and you're like, no, Stony no. Hill doesn't... No E. And, <laughs> and then I checked on the map um, because I was like, have I been living... <laughs> I checked and yes, there's no E, but I can't, I can't spell Stony Hill. I don't know. I, I, I see this is talk about imagination. Yeah. I think this was my way of disturbing, as I said, maybe it's a childhood error. I spelled stone. I heard that you, we, you have to put a, a Y in it to make it stony. So I, I just added the Y uh, yeah. as a kid, my first time making that word. And it became my home. And so it's very strange to look now whenever I write the word. And thanks to you, Isis, it's, you know, you've ruined. I, I ruined home. <laughs> you ruined. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's very strange to see that, that kind of lexical representation because, it, 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 because I've lived with that E. Right. I need that vowel yeah. um, to make it a, 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 a place. A complete place. Um, yeah, man. Oh man, that is—it's—it's it's so interesting to talk about this. I don't even know where this conversation is moving, but I like wherever it's going. Now, mm-hmm. for years, like probably a decade, mm-hmm. whenever I was under undue stress, right? Whenever I was mm-hmm. under too much stress, I would have this recurring nightmare, mm-hmm. and it took place in my childhood home, right yeah. in Stony Hill, yeah. and I would be in the house. And this is as an adult. Okay. These are adult dreams. So I'd be in the house and I would be 
my age, like whatever the mm-hmm. age is that I was. And, mm-hmm. but I'd feel as if I was a child inside and yeah. the entire dream would be anxiety ridden as I tried to lock doors because mm-hmm. our house had doors, so many doors, doors, doors. Right. And mm-hmm. the, the dogs that were there mm-hmm. as guard dogs yeah. would be trying to get in. They'd be trying to come in with their mouths first, like jaws first through windows and through doors. And I'd spend the whole dream trying to close them out. And I couldn't. And wow. if I was under stress, this is the dream I'd have. And the dog never bit me in the dream, but it would mm-hmm. always come close. And then I'd wake up terrified, like, oh my God. And mm-hmm. then at some point at the end of that 10 years or so, I had the dream and my brother was there and he's like, Isis, just close the door. <laughs> no one had ever spoken to me in the dream before, but this time he stood there and he's like, just close the door. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't. And he's like, yes, you can. And the mm-hmm. dog was running, it was running, and I just pushed the door, and I've never had the dream again. Wow. And so, I don't know what, I don't know, I just feel like I have to say that story yeah. in there, right? In this conversation about mm-hmm. what home means, um, when, you know, yeah. as an imagined space, as a space of mm-hmm. comfort, as a space of questioning and wanting to return, when yeah. truly there can be, you know, home for people that is a terrifying space. And I didn't have a terrifying mm-hmm. childhood or anything, but... Mm-hmm. I always questioned in my own head, what mm-hmm. does it mean that yeah. when under stress, I go home in a dream mm-hmm. and yeah. feel the anxiety still, and I'm trying to protect my borders in that home. Right, right, right. You know, there's so yeah. much. And uh-huh. I, I, would, I would say to that, the um, two lines by a, a poem by Dirk Walker, these lines that go... Um, there can be homecomings without home, right? Mm. And um, I think there is an element of truth to that, of course, as, as we all know, um, that, 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 uh, that notion of beauty being true, truth being beauty, um, and that whilst we often... Um, find comfort, as you say, in home, because we're, the, especially these spaces that um, gave us comfort in our childhood, um, we outgrow um, the safety of those um, comfort zones and realize, in fact, too, that we've always been unprotected. We have not um, always had... Um, we, we, we see um, where things um, could have gone horribly um, in the spaces that we lived in as, as, mm. as kids, right? For instance, as much as I said, growing up around Rastas, and so there was always this sort of consciousness of, um, of, our, of history and, 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 and the colonial past and, and how the colonial past is so much part of our, our present. Um, nonetheless, um, it, it, it took a, a while to, to, to come to a certain understanding of history as something that, um, that truly happened, that, that, right. that, that, that you know, the, the, this, this beach that I'm looking at, um, just a couple of meters from it, the, 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 the cane fields were right there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, people's sweat and blood went into that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 so we, we walk around as a child, you know, you walk around this space and have this benign feeling of, of homeness, of being at home, but starting to realize how much of home um, is filled with disturbances that um, are too hard to, to even contemplate. Yeah. You know, but we do contemplate them at a certain point. We have to face up to them. From a distance. And then I think that's the moment, from a distance. Right. And then I, think, I think that's when we start to, to question um, this, this notion of home. Mm-hmm. So when the speaker in Walker sort of sums up by saying um, there can be homecoming without homes, I think, because one other thing to put in context too is that the, 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 that, that point, because now <laughs> we're in election season, um, the, 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 the speaker notices a, notices a fisherman um, in a boat outside um, on the on the on the um, the water, mm. 
and and he described the fisherman's hand as raised like a politician's, um, you know, promising hope. Yep. Right. Yeah. So this is just a, this is just an anonymous, humble fisherman, and yet still that political imagery is mm. um, imposed on this person. And we're all political beings, right? And so none of us are innocent in that regard. Yeah. And and that's the that's the case of home as well. Once we have right. departed from childhood, we realize that it is no it, it, innocence uh, completely lost, and and mm-hmm. we have always occupied this this fallen world. You know that 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 that's part of the you know the Christian colonial axis of um um you know that we inhabit of, of, of this notion of, of um, being born into sin mm-hmm. and, um, or being born into a fallen world and, and so on and so forth. I think those are interesting um, tropes to yeah. meditate on what it means to um, have a political uh, self with mm-hmm. a certain history that puts us um, always at this fraught, in this fraught position. Mm-hmm. And to always remember that even silence is political. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's, um, yeah. You know, no, when, as a poet, you know, when you, when you break a line, um, you are inadvertently creating uh, a space of silence because with with a poem, the the breaks, the spaces, yeah. they are moments of rest, transition, and they invite um, um, contemplation and so on, <laughs> because they they jar. You know, now you cannot avoid um, what you've just read, gone through, and what is to come. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it mm. is. It is that ultimate space. Uh, um, it probably is the ultimate paradox within a within a within a poem. Um, but certainly, it, it marks a rupture um, that um, that something has happened and something will follow. Right, and it's unexpected. Yeah, man. It, yeah, kind of, kind of, you know, and, and dub itself is kind of like a, a, I, well, you a, know, I was, you know, I was just about to say that. I said, that's exactly what it is at the dub space, right? The dub that, space. Yeah. yeah. You expect something, yeah. um, you should have more, but yeah. then you're also comfortable with that yes. silence. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, it, it's a strange thing to be comfortable with a kind of disquiet, right? Yes. Disquiet um, is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and I see that's why when you grew up in Jamaica, and you know when you're elsewhere, and you can't you can't predict or, mm-hmm. or anticipate what is to come, well, you have already been formed to to yeah. just live with that. Yeah. You know, probably that's the reality of of just being a human person right. um, in the world anywhere. Mm. But with the with the, with the peculiar um, history. Gone, that have gone by we have some parrots oh what are those? green yeah some green macaws just Gr- flew green off macaws, yeah sound like yeah them. yeah so <laughs> mm-hmm. we never got back to your gardening right yes yeah. so let's talk about this idea of you know because there's almost some sort of like sci-fi um power of imagination that i'm having right now this vivid imagery of you sticking hand in dirt and immediately being transported in time <laughs> you know um yeah. but what's that been like nothing it, it, uh, you know i wish it was that magical but no it was a very simple act and i've always wanted to do it um um since being in the states but just never got around to it then it it, it happened you know i got the, the 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 material um from from a friend um and um so it actually the transport the transporting of the material was much more eventful <laughs> than the, the the building of the the actually raised garden itself why what happened um, because you know because you know it's with my brethren and we're we're driving from his place to mine mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it's a 20 minutes drive or, or whatever um and so for 40 minutes um to and fro um on about 
six oh. trips um, or something as ridiculous as that. It was, we felt like we were, uh, we just, we just had a, we, we had a lot of time to share. And um, yeah. so the conversations that happened and, um, and also because he's someone uh, who grew up on the continent. Um, he was not born there, but uh, he grew up there um, from mm. early childhood. Mm. So we eventually always fall into this sort of diasporic um, pattern of, um, you know, talking through what it means to be away. Um, but, and, and then recognizing that these are things that we, 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 we you know, planting, like planting our, our garden or things that we did um, back home, but not in right. the sense that how the American notion of planting a garden, for instance, that's the term a raised garden is a very mm. new formulation for me. Mm-hmm. And so in language, there's, there's already a kind of a distance in between what it is that I did as a child mm-hmm. um, to what it is that I'm now doing away um, on another, um, con- in another country. Hmm. Um, but the recognitions are there, and and so of course the memories start to to link, uh, um, you know, the 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 past hmm. to the present. But I've been wondering if it's actually memory. I know it's memory, of course, but so much I have to fill in uh, by imagining, you know, reimag or hmm. imagining, you know, so. But if I had not carried out that activity of going through the process of, of um, doing the raised garden, I, I would, yeah. not, would not have had that moment to think back to mm-hmm. a self, that, an earlier self. Mm-hmm. And an earlier self that, that belonged to a longer um, tradition of um, you know, people doing their, um, their gardens for, uh, uh, you know, it's a kind of even a Garveyite kind of um, practice. Right, um, but it, it it goes. It you know, obviously came even before Garvey. Mm-hmm. Back to back to mm-hmm. even when mm-hmm. people were enslaved, um, they had to grow their own produce to to eat to eat. Right, and things. So. Right. So it, it, it's it's as if one inadvertently is engaging with continuity, um, mm-hmm. and um, and. And it's only at some point um, I, I, when I slow down, I, re- I recognize that this moment is um, unfolding um, within a, an echo, right? Within that echo chamber of, um, of, of self-discovery, hmm. you know, of a, of a kind of... We, like I, 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 I did it out of you know something meaningful to do, um, and right. a love, a love of plants and this and that. But I mean, I could have done it years ago, but never did. Um, but nonetheless, this right. this moment, it, doing it has its a personal um, and deep importance than mm. simply getting to the end of it, you know. So, right, right, but, but right. I myself didn't know that it, it was much more um, in reflection that I, I'm, I'm noticing. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So this has something else behind it. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you miss most about Jamaica right now? About being here? About well. Hmm. Hmm. Let me start with the superficial things, you know. <laughs> um, but the, the, the superficial and, and probably the, the most important. No, it's just um, the, that place I described where I grew up and thing. Just the 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 being in it. Even though I, I when I'm when I'm home, I, I notice more and more. I am I am I am. It's almost sort of painful to put it that way but but i'm visiting you know there's there, yeah. there's gonna be a a, a date when i will depart and mm-hmm. whilst i can have many returns because um that's possible to do the departure will always loom at least the, that's the that's the that's the, the current condition you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so 
there's there's a kind of melancholy that 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 goes with the joy of being back in the space and mm-hmm. um probably that's the reason why in a sense once i'm back i take full advantage of the things that i i miss and can't have here mm-hmm. so everything that i cannot physically um because that's the difference really um yeah but i would say one one of those things is actually just being around and hearing um back to sound and sound class but i'm just hearing distant noises right mm-hmm. there's a, every place is marked by its um, it has a, every landscape has its own accent um not just in the people uh but you know the macaws wherever they might be in the world they they do sound alike but because you've you know they will have a, a quality of um of um expression that is yeah. that is just goes with the landscape of home so um i love that I, I, especially dawn mornings in 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 portland you know mm-hmm. for the, the the first sounds coming coming um coming in the morning time yeah that that is uh, um something that cannot be described Um, right. I, when I when I you know when I was becoming serious serious about being a writer mm-hmm. um I used to write early mornings because I discovered that 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 the, the world coming back to life um in those sounds mm-hmm. were some of the things that I would give anything to put down on the page while I worked What uh, Does upstate New York sound like in the morning at dawn? Um well because you see this is also the thing because it's it, there's yeah. seasons yeah. Right? and and um, so it depends on that and and for the ear and the, the the inner ear to to appreciate those sounds and the changing of those sounds um it it's very difficult it's it's it it takes you have to have years and years of living in a place and mm. as much as I've lived upstate and in the states generally for a while um things like in the winter time I, my it seems my ears are shut down and hmm. i've not figured out say the sound of snow you know it to me it's it's oh. a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, it still is pretty much a literary sound you know hmm. it's a sound that i first recognize out of reading about it so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to have lived with it for, for for so long and yet still have a kind of uh, remove from it even though more right. more, I, i'm getting um a better sense of it and more intimately acquainted with it so i mm-hmm. feel less um like a fake to write um yeah know, that sound that i think i'm hearing yeah um, it's such a so, muted yeah. sound if i think about the sound of snow it yeah it's muffled right there's something like there's an absence of sound mm-hmm. in snow there's a way that you want to hear it mm-hmm. but what you wind up hearing is wind mm-hmm. if it's windy and if it isn't yeah. you don't hear it what's veiled within that muffling mm-hmm. or that soundlessness you know that's mm-hmm. that's what i'm interested in and right. i mean it's it's not some sort of uh, mumbo jumbo of um you know everybody is here in the muffled or they they see it yeah. uh, soundlessly yeah. no i think that whenever i hear people talk about it i'm like wow that is beautiful just just the the way they render what it is that they they have grown up knowing mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and um so myself fall back on on really cliched notions of of um of of the sonic life of 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 the seasons um autumn right. is a little easier for me because uh <laughs> it's easier for me to um to feel naturally able to grasp the sound of 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 autumn um through the colors um because that vibrancy has a lot of the the change in effect of of um yeah. but very subtly of 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 the of the um the flora and fauna in in portland in certain seasons where you know the dry time and mm-hmm. and, and so on right uh, so that's but but it's also because i um it's for me it's interesting because one of my favorite poets um Gerard Manley Hopkins 
a British mm-hmm. Victorian poet who mm-hmm. writes these amazing poems that about autumn, you know, and it, they're just ravishing. And and um, when I read him, I see it um, here. So you know, yeah, Hopkins never visited the states, but yet still. You know the season here, yeah. and 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 it's it's. I don't know. Maybe this. I don't think the seasons are universally occur unfold in the same way. But there's something essential that he um, captures in his verse that I I find mm-hmm. here and can really right. sort of relate. And that's to. fall. I mean, now right, you know, yeah. you're in summer though. Yeah. So yeah. the birds are chirping. Mm-hmm. The days are still long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you hear right now in your hammock? Well, in the hammock here, um, the cicadas. Oh, um, cicadas. Yeah. So they're, 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 they're happening. Yeah. Um, what was really wonderful at the beginning of summer, um, the fireflies were moving to watch. And that was also another mm. image of childhood. Because, you know, when you grow up in a, you know, kind of perpetual summer, um, mm. summer here doesn't, and like even that word itself, one of the most beautiful words in the English language, Henry James says there are no two better words than summer afternoon in the English language. But summer, even when as a school picnic, you hear, you know, summer holiday and, and mm-hmm. that, it was just, it just mean a break from school. It just, it, it, the word itself had no meaning. Um, but here, where the seasons are parceled and um, defined, mm. <laughs> you know, summer has its place. Yeah. But I, I'm still so diffident that to me, um, a, an American summer is just another kind of American seasonal pastime. Oh, I mean, I think it's really interesting to think about the bugs, right? You mentioned the cicadas and the different sounds and what's associated with Mm -hmm. each season. And to think about cicadas and to think about snow, and these are two very small, small ideas that are huge, right? And then to think about how the start of this conversation and, you know, how it is that a tiny virus, right? Mm -hmm. A tiny little virus has kept... Mm you in that space that you're in and me in the space that I am in and how, how we are, you know, kind of doing this, another full circle thing, this idea of, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth, right? This idea of that, which is so small Mm -hmm. is really in so much control. Um, really helps to define so much of our experiences. Um, you know, that, which is so tiny, something, all those things that we take most for granted even though they're always present, we see right past them, right? I'm mm. struggling. As you were talking about snow, I was struggling inside myself to, to find a sound. I'm like, of course, I, I have to have words for this, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in so much snow in, in you know, my mm-hmm. life. I should be able to find a sound, and I can't. All I can think about is how my foot sounds when it yeah, crunches through crunches, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that sound is, is audible, sound of the snow i can't find it in my head because mm. i've taken it right yeah. um and how it is that when it's only in the absence of something that we can recall it so yeah. your your amazing skill mm. at that saying oh was that a green macaw that just flew by and i'm like i <laughs> i just saw green feathers so clearly it was but i've been taking it for granted um yeah. so that means you know, that's when you know you're at home in your backyard this yeah. is the, the, your childhood home um you know mm. isis when you think of it not a lot of people, even in there, in, in Jamaica, who are Jamaican, um, uh, do carry uh, that lifelong privilege of remaining in the space in which they mm-hmm. were born. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they, um, one, if one lives at home, as difficult as home is because of uh, politics and the financial, all, all the stuff that uh, make us um, leave home. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you carry on um, something that has become ancestral because yeah. uh, you know these were the things, those tiny things that um, the people who made it possible for you to be here still um, mm-hmm. that they were these tiny things were there too. And yeah. what kind of consolations they might have provided these little things 
we cannot underestimate, you know. Um, when, when you remember um, in, um, in primary school, they used to have these, these texts, you know, like the, the books Young Warrior you mm-hmm, know, on, mm-hmm. um, on the Maroons. And yeah. then, um, and then uh, but, but in those passages, these little Jamaican books written for kids, you'd have descriptions of the landscape and you'd have description of, of what the, 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 the insects and, and so on and so forth. I think as a child reading those, it was the first time I started to then think, oh, these things must be of some greater value and importance. And mm. you know, if they were written down and yet still they're right here, I can't believe someone right. would have written about something that is just right over there. So, you mm. know, mm. um, but you see, I, I could have taken, I could take it for granted as a, as a, as a, as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And it did, that didn't mark me as precocious or anything like that to, to, to have noticed this difference. Because I think everybody that I, I knew growing up um, mm-hmm. who had the chance of reading a primary school text, um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we, we felt this, this uh, it's almost, almost a kind of like a, 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 a stroke of confidence that... Mm. Um, or, or pride that um, mm. the thing that we live around that we take for granted, um, someone has um, written about. You know, you so, know, in that light, let me t- let me stop and step in here and say, mm-hmm. or ask this question: mm-hmm. um, Do you think you know, in the space of sound and the like, and mm. your work as a poet, do you think that Jamaica takes you for granted? Me, no, because okay. I, you see, the, when I, because again, I would have to acknowledge that small space that I'm, that would be my Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. Where I am, I was always treated with that kind of fairness and and um and um a sense that I have a place here. Mm. I could, I could, I could, I could end up in Timbuktu, and become something else and mm-hmm. um but if but if i return here that little crack that um mm-hmm. of earth that um that mm-hmm. first welcomed me is still mine you know i might can't afford rent here <laughs> or you know this stuff but 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 it's as if this this the, the, the psychological belongingness is is yeah. um is irremovable so, um, how to put it? People there expected or or desired for me something better than this. It, 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 that's also the interesting thing because they they hmm. would be like, you know, you can you can become something. You know, <laughs> that's what people would hmm. say to you. You can, you can become something. Right. You know, and yeah. um. So that kind of encouragement, that kind of um, strengthening of an ambition that I had no idea would grow um, came mm. from those um, encounters, you know. And um, so uh, people value it before I could. And that made it um, even the more, um, when I started to think about it for myself, I mm. realized I was already in a communal uh, mindset. So I, 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 yeah. I, I had to be thinking about it for so-and-so who, have, who might not right. really um, be able to engage with what I'm trying to do. Right. Um, and that Did you matter. have to leave? Yeah. Do you think you had to leave? Yeah, man. Without a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, don't, I see. The, the, I mean... Maybe maybe my generation is going to be the last that would answer in that way that they had to leave. Hmm. You know? um, because if you, and we're speaking now about the writer, if you, yes. if, you, if, you are, if you are ambitious about that, um, hmm. the, con- the conditions are just not there to see that ambition um, uh, come to life, you know. We have no publishing houses. We have no, all of that stuff. Writing is an industry. Even though right. as a poet, you're like, well, you know, a poet isn't making a publisher any money. Um, but the, 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 
the, the, the way a poem gets into the world is, is still mm-hmm. similar to how a novel gets into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so this, and that, that's purely the reason for leaving. The departure. It had nothing, right. the, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> nothing We're else. trying to change it, you know. We know we have yeah, yeah. free, right? Yes. As a digital... Platform, um, yes. the University of the West Indies is now, you know, my department has now started a publishing major, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's oh, and, and it's in nice. response actually. It's a creative writing and publishing major mm-hmm. that has actually been in response to students' interest. So there yes. are more and more young people who are interested in bringing this publishing industry mm-hmm. into a into a proper space. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's also up to everyone to see how it's going. You know, we've all been watching every mm-hmm. platform there is over this time yeah, of COVID-19, yeah. right? Where True. the writers have, the black writers have been speaking up. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah, saying, yeah. you know, how much they are or are not being paid or supported by their publishers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, writers of, you know, of all ethnicities and backgrounds are being mm-hmm. um, sought after at this time. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's going to be interesting to see you know, what happens or how things look in the next year and two years and three mm-hmm. years in terms of this mm-hmm. publishing industry and who, who else starts writing more. Yeah. Well, my guess would be that similar to the, to, to the Jamaican music, there's no lack of talent, A. Right. Plus you have those individual talents that are truly genius, and you can find them across the, the whole spectrum of, of Jamaican life. So right. it's, 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 that, has, that has been an, uh, a kind of... That's the mainstay of, of what makes Jamaica so, so, you know, what it is, you know, because um, there's an ingenuity that uh, goes up against the grain. Mm. And, I mean, it's not some sort of civic boast mm-hmm. to say so. Mm-hmm. But it's it's there's a, we can't explain that vitality uh, um, that um, gives us the people that we have, you know. I um, mean, their beauty and terror is it's it's uh, it's uh, it's really something special to come out of that um, that that whelp, you know. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we we we. Yeah, so I I am excited about the the writers that are coming and emerging, and how much pre is such a uh, um, an important vessel uh, of this um, movement. So and you know, and so the, the the future can only be brighter. Yeah, you know, Ashen, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. And yes. in this conversation, the sky has cleared. Because mm-hmm. it certainly was no more very, <laughs> very, very thunderstormy. And now we have this. Yeah. So yeah. I give thanks for that. Yes, yes. And I give thanks for you. Yes, I this all the time. <laughs> and it'll be good to have you back on the soil as soon as it is safe. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it will be. I, I, I can't wait. And um, it's always... Um, you know, I, I was saying to someone uh, who, uh, about talking about people who have gone home, you know, mm-hmm. to and and um, have made, who have lived away for a long, a long time and then have returned. And um, I was saying, you know, I'm jealous of one person in particular, and it will be I this because um, you know she's that is a that to make that. What we I don't know if there, it's that right word transition, but mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. to, to to return home is not without uh, many difficulties, yeah. and that you have been doing that for a few years now, and I've already um, encouraged um, so many uh, um, uh, of of the people you are interacting with to you know see even the greater possibilities that they have within themselves mm. is really 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 remarkable. So for that, I also give thanks, Isis. Oh, thank you, my friend. So I, I go and go? Yes. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. And we should yes. have another hammock chat. Another hammock chat. 
in that yeah. time soon. Okay, I'll take care, Isaac. Posterity.